What's going on, everyone? Casey Curry here, actually in Louisiana in S3 Power Sports with Dustin Jones for podcast number 10. So I am excited. We've just wrapped up one of the most epic mud events. Well, it's my only mud event I've ever been to, but I want to bring Dustin Jones. Dustin, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and and uh, taking your time on this Sunday uh, mid-afternoon. Absolutely, man. I woke up with my head screwed on backwards this morning after <laughs> running around with you guys. You know, these these mud rides that we do every year, and there's multiple ones a year, but this is one of the biggest ones and kind of kicks off the, the year for us. It's the first big one of the year, and it's the uh, Louisiana, like, Mardi Gras mud ride. The yeah. Mardi Gras tradition here, but, man, it was a big one this weekend, and, and – we get wild out there. It's a, uh, it's definitely an interesting time. But before we get into that, I want to, I want to bring a little bit of history back into who Dustin Jones is, where S3 came from. Uh, I did get to learn more about what you guys are all about. Uh, but man, let's uh, let's bring it back. Where'd you come from? Did you grow up riding? Yeah, so we're from Louisiana, born and raised right here where the S3 Power Sports shop is, but uh, we come from mud riding, and that's that's what we've always grown up doing. That's all we knew for years, and didn't know there was any other type of riding. So we grew up on farms, uh, fixing up old four-wheelers that, that we used to pull trailers and haul <laughs> hay and stuff. And you know how it is, as, as soon as Dad turned his head, like <laughs> it turned into a, a Baja car and like running through the woods and mud riding. And, and so Louisiana, man, all we have is swamps and, and a lot of uh, wetlands and bottoms and stuff like that. Um, so just like for you and, and rocks is where you come from and that's your obstacles. That's the stuff you have. It's the same thing for us, except it was a mud for us. It was who could make it through the worst hole and the deepest hole and so on and so forth. And so that that's how we grew up was doing those sorts of things and uh you know you love it it's what you're passionate about it's what you really enjoy but you never think about it in the future to to uh materialize into anything and so off to college and got a mechanical engineering degree from from louisiana university and and um came back started working at a mechanical firm and then mr mal that that owned s3 pump service um uh, you know we would go by his shop in the evening times to work on bikes work it's right when side by sides came back yep. 2010 2011 so we'd come and help him uh, on his side by sides. He always had the coolest and latest and greatest parts. And he asked me, did we want to kick off a business doing this kind of stuff, man? And so I was 20, 24, 25 years old. And I thought, you know, no wife, no kids, no no serious bills. There's no better time to try something than uh, than right now. And so we, we got that thing kicked off and it turned into what it is now. that spiraled out of control and race team and projects with Can-Am and co-branded parts for Can-Am and a full custom shop that builds, I mean, you saw the place, yeah. race cars, we have production parts for all types of units, and who would have ever thought, man? Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. The shop here, guys, in Louisiana is, is pretty impressive. I mean, not only are they building the production parts that you can go and buy from the Can-Am accessory catalog and on their website and all over the U uh, United States, probably around the world for all for yeah, all that goes, for sure. uh, but these guys are building race cars for uh, other people. Uh, they're building their own race cars. Uh, and that's all what's funny is because being from Cali, that's that whole Cali mentality, right? Oh, race cars, race cars, race cars. Mm -hmm. And then you look around and there's they got all these mud machines going on. Man, that mud the mud deal is such an impressive industry. You got it's to me it's like the Jeep industry. No one shows up with the same thing. It's not all about being the lightest and you know, <laughs> we're gonna run whatever we can just because it's gonna make it the fastest. 
you know, here it's all about style points. I mean, your guys' creations, I mean, dude, it's artistic. I mean, everybody has something different. We were out there this weekend, and just the creations you see, no one has it. There's no two vehicles the same. You know, you might have one set of wheels, but you're going to have another set of tires. You know, you're going to have one set of shocks or somebody else's long-arm kit, yeah. paint schemes, wraps, speakers. I mean, the list goes on and on. But, I mean, why, why don't you tell them, like, on just we'll go let's do quad first i rode okay. my first quad i mean <laughs> tell them what they do i mean as far as how big these lifts are and how wide they are yeah so like most people like you mentioned they know us for the racing because we race the best in the desert and we ran the baja 1000 we just ran king of the hammers yep. um and we build these full-blown turnkey race cars for ourselves and for customers in the shop but what a lot of people don't realize is what we came from and, it, and it's what you and i talked about like we are the mud guys like that's where our business started was building these custom vehicles and it's the weirdest thing it's like when you go out to glamis and you say see these sand buggies or like the side by sides fixed up with everything that you can imagine on these but a lot of those guys are buying buildings similar what's crazy about this this style that they do down here at these mud rides is everybody likes to be different so like you said, some guys are running, uh, you know, 22 inch wheels that are just off, off the shelf that you can get, um, with wheel adapters for your pickup truck and like cruising around on those. Then some guys got full billet, like the, like the car that we built for this ride, full billet, 24 inch wheels on 37 inch tires with eight inch lift, custom paint job, like custom stereo, literally everything that you can imagine and put on these things is what people are doing. And they're all different. They'll, they'll have, they'll have crazy five, six, $7,000 paint jobs, like airbrushed, beautiful and take them straight to a pond and put them windshield <laughs> deep. And so you got a little taste of the ATV, which is where we all came from. This was back before side-by-sides, but they, they've evolved so far to where they've got hundred horsepower. The little re renegade that you were driving, yep. it's a freaking monster dude. And like so much fun to ride. And, um, I mean, those guys, we saw a couple, and, and Cody was talking about one. I think the tires were almost touching in the middle because it had such big tires. I mean, they're rolling around on 40s on just a regular ATV. But, and we joke that it's like walking down the chrome aisle at O'Reilly's and they're just sweeping everything off the shelf. Anything they can bolt on these things they're doing. It doesn't matter how light it is, like how, how functional it is. They just want it to be different and to look cool. And whatever their style is, they put it on it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. The mud in the trees is so. In well, I mean, <laughs> what's crazy is that you, everyone sits there and you know you oh you gotta have finesse, you gotta have finesse in the rocks, you gotta have finesse. Here we are out in the mud and like, man, you get that thing in a hole in a bind, you could easily see a car ripping the a arms off it wheels broke up now you see why at nighttime 10 o'clock at night you're going to go to the concert and half the people are working on their stuff because they got <laughs> wheels broken off and you know you got portals ripping the frames apart and it's incredible to see how much of the uh you know from my aspect the king of the hammers mentality you go out there and you're going to try to get up the jackhammer and sledgehammer mm -hmm. and back door and wrecking ball and all these trails that take finesse and you got to be so careful not to break an axle and here we are in the mud and it's the same thing. I know that's what crazy. And a lot of people, you know, when they see the the mud ride and they think it's just hammer down and like put it to the floor. But you guys learned this weekend, like sometimes less wheel spin is more. It's like getting traction on your uh, on your crawlers. Like Absolutely. when you can get bite is when it climbs. And it's the same thing. It, it adds another dynamic. I mean, you and I chatted about it before we started the weekend. Like you, the the thing about the mud ride is when you pull up to a water hole, there's rocks in there. There's roots and roots and logs. And raised uh, center center ruts and stuff like that, but you can't see that stuff. The water's hiding all that, so you have to read it without seeing any of the terrain, which is hard. Yeah, still so learning it, that. <laughs> it, it adds a crazy dynamic to the ride, but uh, 
still, you you have an appreciation for it because you guys are such finesse drivers in the rocks that uh that you see like mudding is more than just putting a hammer down and letting it fly. You oh know? yeah, it's uh it's picking a line, it's it's crab walking down the ruts and. <laughs> You know, putting your tires where they need to be so you can actually make it, or you'll be winching all day long, which we, we had some guys riding with us that were even less experienced. And, uh, which is something I learned late my last day of driving was that if you look ahead, if, the, if there's <laughs> marks on the trees, the hole is deep. Yeah, you learn, I learned that one late in the afternoon. But yeah. it's, that's a pretty, it's pretty incredible when you start looking around. I mean, same thing in the rocks, right? If there's, if there's winch points in, you know, embossed in the ground or hammered in the ground, Something's coming you up know. that's you know, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you say that, and it's like, man, dude, if you'd have paid attention to that, you go, just like you're saying, it ain't crystal clear water where no. there's fish swimming in there. No. This We're talking murky brown water that, okay, well, I just went through four of them that are six inches deep. <laughs> this one looks identical, but, and it's going over the snorkel. Yeah, but then you see, you see those little markers, like when we came out to you guys area to play around in the rocks. Like, you see... When you're approaching a uh, an obstacle and you see the black marks where people have been burning the tires on the rock, you realize like, all right, this might be a tough <laughs> one because you see how many black. It's the same thing for us. Like the exit ruts, you read them differently. The you look at the trees and when you see a winch rope has been around the tree, you know that like this must be a tough one. But it's deceiving from one to the next. It's six inches to to six foot, and you'll put a, you'll put one up to the uh, up to the steering wheel quick in it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. And now, as far as the UTV market, now you guys obviously heavily involved on the mud thing, the UTV creations. What, what, what made you guys want to go racing in California and Nevada and, you know, Arizona? Man, I think it's just a, just a passion for, for going and riding. We've always liked the technical ride and that's why we really enjoy the, the dip back deep in the woods where you can get in a bad situation type mud riding to where you can't get back there and break something in the middle of the woods. You'll never, you have to either fix it in there or, you know, try to drag that thing out. It's near impossible to drag it out. So that, that enjoyment for like technical riding and driving and things like that. Um, and, and our company, you know, we, we knew we had to evolve when you had to keep growing. We were, we were dead off in the, the mud market. That's what we were grew our business on and we loved it. But you don't want to stay in that same position forever. You want to expand and start trying new things. And that's when we started the actual mud racing, which you guys got a little taste oh, of dude. this weekend. <laughs> we put you guys in a mud pit that, that we've won a lot of races out there. In fact, we won a championship in that same mud pit that uh, all of us got in and played around in. By the way, this mud pit is, where if you guys go on YouTube, it's like Tropicana. Yeah, 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 Tropicana. Tro tro there's, what is it, Tropicana S3? Yeah, you look guys, for S3 a, Power Sports Tropicana, something like that. It is a NOS-powered UTV that literally pulls the front wheels off the ground when he hits the gas before yeah. the start line. Yeah. It's very impressive. You're going to watch this stuff. It's a different type of racing. And that's what everybody started knowing us for, but, uh, but that's actually the first step into racing that we made is we started the mud racing, and it was um, – you know, it was a cool thing at the time, and a lot of people, we were going to these mud events. We were riding every two weekends, every three weekends. We were going once a month. We were going out to one, and they had some races going on. We had a shop building these custom big lifted cars. We said, man, let's let's show off and let's get into racing, and, uh, you know, we did really good in that type of racing, and that's when we got the call from Can-Am. Like, they were like, hey, guys, well, you know, you guys are winning some races. You are doing really well. What are your What are your plans for the next couple of years? <clears throat> And, and uh, we had won several, several championships that year in mud racing. And we kind of did what you could and won pretty much everything you could in mud racing. So we told them, like, you know, the, the coming years, instead of trying to trying to win more mud races, which we had kind of done it all, we're going to try to chase podiums. I told them we want to we do some cross-country racing, some, some different type, and possibly some desert-type racing. 
And I think it queued it up in their mind. They said, man, let, let, let us think about some things and call us back. And sure enough, they called us back and asked, do we want to go race best in the desert? That's the, the next season. <laughs> and so we kind of got thrust into that desert racing from out here um, in Louisiana. You know, it's a 22-hour drive. It's just, crazy. Just to go race the Mint 400 or Vegas Torino. It's a 22-hour drive for us. So it's not easy, um, but it's a passion for it. And it's one of those you, – you've been in those situations many times. Whenever you get – thrust into that limelight and that door opens you have to step through that door and you have to get a trap or the door is going to close or somebody else is going to walk through that door absolutely. for absolutely and so we just didn't turn it down we said let's try and see what happens you know so here you are a couple years later we've won the mint we've won the world championships we've won several other best in the desert races we won the parker 250 twice we won the henderson 250 so like as a race team coming from louisiana the odds of us doing very well out there is not good you know, yeah. it's for sure stacked against us. We talked about how we can test. Yeah, there, his testing, by the way, is I, – I've seen it firsthand. There's <laughs> dirt fields and long dirt graded dirt roads to other towns. Basically, we, we took your rental car through yeah, the testing yeah. – <laughs> through the test area the <laughs> we, other day. We did. We did. That, I mean, it is pretty – it's impressive to say that, you know, to, be, the, to do your shock testing and your clutch testing and to go and try to fine-tune the ignition and everything that you want – to come out from Louisiana and not get the time. And another thing that, you know, everyone, just so everyone knows about Dustin, that is, is pretty cool. It, I mean, obviously it sucks, but at the same time, he's, he's back to work Monday. You racing Saturday, he's back here in S3 working on Monday. So no matter where, if it's Baja 1000, he's coming back and he's got to get this place. So he not, I mean, he ain't just driving, he's showing up and having to work just like the rest of us in the shop every day so you know it's not like he's getting to spend a lot of time out in the desert testing tuning fine-tuning making the progression i mean he's trying to do as much as he can but it is literally living this stuff eat breathe and sleep driving crazy hours getting to the races coming back and getting to work on monday so i mean dude kudos to that because i mean we, i mean we see it we live it you know we travel the world but i mean there's a lot of people that you know they don't have to work on their own cars and mm -hmm. let alone come back and run their own business. Yeah. You know on on Monday. Yeah, and it's something that I even learned about you from from talking this weekend. Like you drive out to the events, you work your house. A lot of people don't realize how much how much work you put into the logistics and and helping your own race team run. It's not like you're a show up and drive type guy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's you put it all together. You manage your own your own uh, race program and so on and so forth. Well, they're, we're the same way. Like, uh, I drive every race. I drive with a couple of my guys. My other guys that are helping with the, the pits that come from S3 Power Sports, we fly them out there. But I drive back and forth with my guys, and we have to drive through the night uh, Saturday and Sunday after the race so that I can be back to work on Monday because it just never ends, you know. It's, yeah. not, it's not just a race program for us. It's our livelihood. It's how we're feeding our families and putting food on our tables. Went on Sunday and sell on Monday. <laughs> and so we got to be back Monday to make sure we're selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I mean, to, to see everything you have going on. I mean, it's an impressive deal. And, you know, obviously if everyone following the K&M world and your social media and all the stuff you're going. Now, as far as back to the mud deal, I'm, I'm all hyped up on the whole mud yeah, thing right sure. now. You for know, sure. I mean, I, we all race off-road. Been there, done that. Been to the Mint. Uh, but, no, I mean, I want to know more about this whole mud. I mean, if I wanted to – if I had a UTV – I, you sell everything that basically anyone could need to make that thing mud, mm -hmm. mud ready. Mm -hmm. Where, where can we go? Louisiana. I mean, I, I know you hear about it in Florida, but is there other events that are for UTV guys? Or I mean, where, where can we go to even drive in the mud? Yeah, for sure. And just to preface that a little bit and to set it up. So several months ago, uh, we started talking with the guys at Can-Am and, um, you know, I knew Casey and I were going to 
we were going to cross paths at the King of Hammers, and uh, you know, your your factory supported Monster Racer as well as Can Am Racer, which you and I both uh, share that as yep. teammates. But we haven't had much time to do anything together and work on any projects together. And so the guys over at the Can Am Marketing said, "Man, you and Casey should get together. Like, you guys hit all these races. Y'all both desert racers. You're both going to do King of the Hammers. Like, let's talk about you guys doing some projects together." And so they kind of set it up like, hey, is there a mud ride that he could come out to, his group? They've never done that before. Let's get them out of their comfort zone and let them give it a try. And sure enough, just a few weeks post uh, King of the Hammers, yeah. there was an opportunity for us to get together. Your schedule was clear. And so um, it was like, you know, K&M kind of threw the ball in our court and said, you guys do this. You have a business that builds mud riding rigs. Can you set us up on some different rigs, some big lifted bikes, some... ATVs and side-by-sides and an event to do it on. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things down here in the South. It's really common. They're having rides once a month uh, at different parks in Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi. Huge rides. I mean, you saw this weekend yeah. it was 10, 12, 15,000 people Very turning impressive. out for this ride. Yeah, so it's not like just riding on your buddy's hunting lease. <laughs> like, it's, it's a crazy turnout. And just like what we did for this event, I mean, whenever uh, Cody and I were riding around, you know, we would point out there's S3 lift kit, there's S3 cage, there's, like, we're building parts for these bikes. People can call us and build a full turnkey rig to show up at these events and have one of the nastiest rigs out there. And it's just because we've been doing it for so long, and, like, we're so in tune with that mud industry. That's that's what we know uh, so well. And, and there's multiple parks down here in South. There's no public land. It's all privately owned yeah. riding parks. But they have scheduled events throughout the year. They release a, a schedule pre-year, so you know what's coming. That's how we lined out with this one. So is there a way, though, that people could find out? Like, let's say I know nothing about it, but I live in Texas, or I live out in Louisiana or somewhere. Is there a way to, in the UTV world, find out where all these events are? Like, how would you, how would you even know... You know what I mean? Where where to go ride? Yeah, so like we're we're in good relationships with a lot of parks. A lot of the a lot of the guys call us up and say, "Hey, what guy? What rides do you guys suggest hitting? Like, what's a good one for the year? What's a good couple for the year? These are the months that I can ride." And and my guys at S three Power Sports set them up with here's several events in your area that you can get hooked up on. Besides that, man, it's like when we started racing, we didn't know much about racing or any series around us. We hit Google. We started searching Facebook and searching Google of like. Uh, mud rides in the south or 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 uh, cross-country races in texas and that's how we found a lot of that stuff but the the information is becoming more readily available in facebook instagram yeah, and, yeah. and google man it makes it to where there's no excuse not to make these events it's just like glamis like we didn't know anything about that <laughs> and we just google and we found out it's halloween it's new year's it's thanksgiving it's president's day yep that's how we learned how to go out there and ride that stuff is just at your fingertips man and, and that's what's made the utv market grow so quickly and be so um probably the fastest growing off-road sport that there is. And you and I talked about it. People are selling their sand buggies to buy oh, two yeah. UTVs for Glamis. They're selling their big rock buggies. To You raced a, a UTV at yeah, King of the Hammers, absolutely. and you've got a monster rock crawling oh. buggy, and you still race your UTV. Absolutely. The challenge is real. Yeah, man. It, it gives you that thrill again. Absolutely. And so um, that, that's, that's what's made this world so easy is it's right at your fingertips to find out, okay, where's some rides? What are the really well-known ones? And then um, for building bikes, I mean, you Googled. You had you had in your mind, <laughs> you had in your mind, it probably was not what we ended up doing, but you had in your mind, like, I could set up one and come out here and ride and, and still have a good time, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, you, you definitely get the, the sense of what's going on in Google. But, I mean, just so everyone knows, and when you see this in real life, the difference from – 
cameras are, you know, the, the YouTube photos on the internet, even on Instagram. I mean, even, even your guys is, you know, Lobo, the, the style of these rigs, they don't, it just doesn't do justice until you <laughs> see it in person. I mean, it's incredible when you see these cars and what they can go through. Oh man. I, I mean, I'm just not a mud guy. I am now I'm, I'm hooked, but <laughs> I, I feel that like, Man, if they just anyone ever gets the opportunity to come out here, I mean, come out, you know, south, yes, or and east, yes. you know. <laughs> but you know, it, it's pretty impressive. Also, the other fun thing is, I mean, you guys got a great group of guys. I mean, I, I'm very blessed. I have a great team as well around me. I got some goofballs, and I got some, <laughs> you know, guys that are serious. But you know, our whole goal is to have fun and and, and get this done. But yeah. you know, obviously, you're very much set, same way down the same path, and it's cool. Like you guys come out to these events, and you guys literally hosted i mean three california guys yeah. plus oh no more than that you got you know uh matt and from monster and but you know to see all that go down and and create a a chaos a storm and and funnel out on the other end is it's impressive and i mean man you your your guys i mean i mean you guys go everywhere together you got a group good group of friends i mean is this how you guys ride yeah, all the time man, well, it's the craziest dynamic that we have up here at the shop so all the guys that came with us this weekend riding it, they were either our salesman you know our, our mechanic our um our shop manager it's our fabricators were out there the guys that built my king of the hammer cars, and they just ride with us it's kind of it's a uh, it's more of like a lifestyle up here at s3 power sports of like all of us outside of working together every single day in a stressful environment like a business that has to keep running when you showed up, you and I jumped on our Groms. That's <laughs> that's one of my guys' Groms that we were riding around the shop. So you and I jumped on the Groms, ripped around the shop. Those are the same dudes that we go ride with on the weekend. And so everybody that you met uh, is like the dynamic that you brought with you. Y'all work together. Yeah. But outside of that, you guys were down here having a good time. My guys are the same way. Like we ride together, race together, work together. We spend more time together than we do with our own families. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like your family. That's, <laughs> Absolutely. What it, that's what it becomes, you know. Absolutely. No, it's definitely a, you guys definitely got a duo going on. It's it's fun. It is. So now I want to talk about the event. I want to I just so people know we we came out to Louisiana, knew nothing, flew in, uh, showed up to S3 Power Sports, basically got a ride with you guys to a cabin late at night. But I mean, I mean, where were we? I just want everyone to know, like my just so everyone how I look at it from California, I thought we were gonna. Show up, have an F two fifty towing a a weekend warrior style trailer. You know, we put the bike in the back, and you're gonna show up to the entrance of the park, and they're gonna tractor you into your spot, <laughs> and it's gonna be muddy and it's gonna be cold, and then there's gonna you're gonna sleep in your shoes because you don't want to get mud inside the sheets. <laughs> but I mean, it is not that way at all. No, you you guys got the full on treatment for sure. Come down with us. So you know, we had the rigs ready. Fortunately, KM hooked us up with their their mud ready line of rigs. Their their X3, XMR, their Renegade XMRs. Like they're rigged out all ready to go rip. We actually those, Yeah, those couple that y'all yeah. were in, we didn't touch them. That they we unloaded them off the trailer and put them on, uh, on the rev limiter. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> By the way, we had three brand new cars that showed up all decked out, brand new. When I say decked out, I'm just zero miles. Zero miles. They were brand new, and uh, we we took them and dropped them back off. A little dirty, <laughs> but we did drop them off with no nothing. Yeah, no broke axles, no blown belts. Like we rode hard this weekend, nonstop, and uh, and dropped these completely stock cars back off, ready to ready to ride again. Um, but we did take you guys to the pinnacle of of mud rides, and so Muddy Bottoms ATV Park is the one they went to. That's right. 
These guys have spared no expense on this park. It's literally like the Disney World of off-road parks, and you can look it up. It's on MuddyBottomsATV.com or something like that. They have a little mini water park in there. They've got a, a private lake that we took the jet skis out, and That's it's 40-degree right. weather. You guys were out there riding jet skis. Um, they've got mark trails and cabins. We had a beautiful cabin with a hot tub, with a grill. We cooked crawfish in the cabin. We had nice catered dinners out there. Which there's multiple cabins that people can rent. I yeah. Mean, it's not, we weren't the only ones. There was, there was other cabins out there that people could rent. Yeah. So, and they had cabins, camp spots, uh, uh, water, electric hookups. Like they've got it all. Yeah. The, when you show up, it is all paved. Everywhere you go is completely paved. Every spot, well, all the premium spots, yeah. which there's thousands of, yeah. full hookups, sewers, I mean, everything you need. Then they got huge grass fields that if you don't want to have any hookups, you go out there and park, you can set your tent up, your your weekend warrior style setup. Yeah. I mean, there was, they were they're claiming, which I believe, somewhere between twelve and 17,000 people. And, it, I mean, the place is packed, but you can, you have everything. There is no mud anywhere. There's no parking in the mud. No, every, no. every Everybody drove in. Everybody drove out. There was no tractors moving anybody. But they do have convenience stores right on, on site. They got car washes on site for UTVs and quads. Uh, you you can, I mean, literally do everything without having to leave the park. It's pretty impressive to see them put that much into something that you feel like is in the middle of the swamps. I but, mean, yeah, but honestly, it's a it's a it's a testament to what the UTV ATV market has become because this is a this is a UTV ATV only event. No trucks, no nothing. Like you can only ride ride your side by side and ATV out there. But when seventeen thousand people are showing up and every camp spot is sold out and every cabin is showed sold out. Like that's what it's evolving to. The these guys, we've been doing it for years. I know it's new to you guys, but these guys have been like watching and trying to like adapt and make it a little better to make it a good experience for you to show up for all you guys to come out here and just have a good time. And you stayed clean and they had nice showers and we had a hot tub that you could use at the end of the night. Like it was a good experience. You didn't have to go out there primitive camping or staying in a tent. Like you had fun. You were clean when you wanted to be clean. You were warm whenever you want to be warm. Absolutely. And so it makes you have a good experience. It makes you want to come back to Muddy Bottoms and do it again. And that's what they're going for. You know, it's it's show everybody a good time. They have a general store. They have a gas station on site. They have shower houses on site to where you can justify going back out there and do it. It's not a miserable like three day long sleeping yeah. in your tent full of mud no nah, man it's a good time like you got everything you need there yeah it's, it is i would their amenities they absolutely top notch the other part is the park so you got i don't really know the terminology you got ponds or where you can yeah. drive yourself yeah. you can literally drive in ponds and then they have <laughs> uh right next to the ponds is where it's just mud mm -hmm. and muck yeah but huge just acres of just mud yeah. no trees or nothing and then you got like then you got medium or whatever mediocre yeah, yeah. trails where it's just like it. Somebody took a tractor at some point, drove it through there, and then there's some water mud holes, but mostly, I mean, you can do it almost in two-wheel drive. And then you got some trails that are in the trees, and then you got trails that are in the trees, mm. and then it's, mm. I mean, to me, <laughs> my favorite part of the trip. We did like a two and a half hour ride in the trees i even rode a quad just so i can get the full experience with one of your buddies <laughs> that i mean in the trees muddy just swampy hundreds of people everywhere you look you see some sort of colored light whip antennas headlights coming at you taillights in front of you i mean everywhere you are there's people on all these somewhat made up roads but it's just 
acres and acres and acres of trees that people have gone through and made the roads. And I mean, man, that's just my jammer there. I mean, for yourself, I mean, what if what is if you're like, all right, I got five buddies, we're gonna go do our own weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. wh- wh- where we, where would you be? Yeah. So, th- um, going back to what you uh, you were asking earlier about how to get started and how to do it, one big thing about these parks, man, is don't. It's not just you know neck deep mud all day long. Like you can't, you don't have, you don't have to be scared to go out there and think I don't have mud tires. Like I can't do it. Man, there was some grandpas out there with their grandkids riding around taking. I liken it to ski slopes to where they got like the greens, the blues, and the black diamonds. Which <laughs> our group, when we took you out, we we spent our time in the double black diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Like we took you two guys to the worst of the worst. But in general, you could ride miles and miles of trails. It's like five thousand or seven thousand acres of trails out there. Two hundred miles of marked trails out there for people to just go ride. And it's not all mud. Like you can take those trails through the woods, the scenic, the scenic type routes, the gravel roads, and go cruise around and have the same fun that me and you had in those deep, thick woods uh, back in the middle of nowhere. But for our group, man, like we're the hardcore guys. Like you're going straight when you go out there, you're going straight to back door, you're going straight to chocolate <laughs> thunder. Like we've done all the trail riding and stuff that you can imagine in our life. So we go straight to the worst of the worst, which is where we took you guys. We took you guys to where when you break back in there, there you're not getting out of there. You have to fix it to get it out. And so um you guys are good drivers. All of you guys are good. We took a little easy ride the first night. Um, but we're going to the hard stuff, man. Like we're trying to get out there and put the machines to the test. And I want you guys to get a good feel of like what it's like to hardcore mud ride out there. But they, they mix it up like that. Like you were talking about, they've got the tree trails that where you can go back in the woods and like look around and you'll run across some deer and some hogs out here on this place. Like there's all kind of wildlife out there. And then they got the really difficult, tight woods, nasty, deep mud hole trails where you can winch tree to tree and get the, and they've got what's called the sand pit, which is where we went down. And like you put on the show, man, everybody brings out their bikes. Like everybody's out there riding, watching, seeing what, seeing people flip over. We watch that one God, guy turn yeah. it, drowned his bike, like ruined a yeah. motor right <laughs> there while we were sitting there. A couple of guys like drowning motors while we're sitting there. And then you pull, you know, off to the other side, they've got the mud pit. They've got a little bit of everything for everybody. They had a straight line drag pit that we didn't even get to. And thank so, God. Yeah. Thank <laughs> Man, but um, but it's an opportunity for everybody of every riding level with every um, like tier of machine build to come out there and go have the same good time. But that's why those parks are doing so well is because they offer it to everybody. You can come out there on your factory two-wheel drive hunting ATV with slick tires and still go have fun and watch the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... We took you guys to the worst of the worst, and uh, we, we wanted to give you the full experience. Oh, no, we had a blast with it. The holes, by the way, in the water, there's they have pockets inside the, the lakes where you'll be going. You feel super comfortable <laughs> in a, in a Can-Am Maverick that's, uh, you know, sitting low, and when it's stock, when I say sitting low, it's sitting like every car in California. Out here, we're sitting low compared to the race cars, and all of a sudden, Dustin tells you, no, just follow me. It's just gonna, it's just gonna dip down real quick, and all of a sudden, no, I, I no exaggerating. <laughs> everything but the snorkel is underwater. I mean, uh, up your uh, seatbelts are off at this point. Your head is on the side of the car, and, and you're driving. And the, the impressiveness of a stock machine, though, is everything but six inches of roll cage is underwater. You get done and you just keep going. I mean, we didn't have to drain anything. There was no water leaking anywhere. Mm. We didn't do anything special. I mean, you literally just drive in these ponds, get out, and 
you just keep going. That, I mean, man, that's, that's it. That's a big part of the stuff that we've learned over here at the S3 Power Sports is how to set people's rigs up to be able to take them literally to the top of the roll cage. There's pictures of me with my head out of the top of the roll cage with only my light bar and my uh, my snorkels or my air intake showing, and the vehicle's still running. Like, I'm still driving. There's pictures of me all the way to the top of the roll cage. But that's how we build them here. Like we we dielect your grease, everything. We we make sure your your snorkels are air tested. And your your snorkels are what's what's feeding your air intake. And yep. so it's the so no water gets into your air filter box and so on and so forth. And finds its way in the motor. Besides that, all these UTVs and four have CVT transmissions now. And so we have to snorkel the exhaust and the intake for that. And you run them up above your handlebars, above your steering wheel, a lot of times above your roll cage, so you can take them into these holes. And literally, you can get on there and watch videos of us going over the steering wheel, headrest deep on these things, and just cruising through the hole. You watched us do it this weekend. Cody had his to where you couldn't see the car. Like, he was barely – Cody's short guy. He was barely able to touch the gas and keep the car going because it was so deep. True story. But that's what we like. That's what we do at S3 Power Sports is get them ready for that. And uh, and a lot of people are like, man, were y'all filthy muddy the whole time? We gave you guys some waders, and like it's the same waders that you would go duck hunting in, and and that's what keeps you clean. Like your clothes are fairly clean underneath, unless you get yeah. a little too deep. But it's uh, or somebody it, takes you in the mud, oh. mud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny to me, probably one of my favorite parts is, is is Casey, like in preparation to come down here to Louisiana for the mud ride. Like he got on and watched YouTube videos and like everything that he could, he best researched what he needed to come down here and ride. And so, like the week before, uh, Amazon packages were showing up for, <laughs> for Casey Curry, and I was thinking, what on earth is this dude sitting here? And so we got here. The day you got here, we opened everything. And if you can imagine, like, the most cliche Louisiana mud riding videos that he had been watching to send these rain boots down here to <laughs> us, these overalls. He had, like, overalls with a hammer with the hammer loop on the Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Dickie brand, everything. Dickie overalls, <laughs> like... Camouflage uh, sweatshirt. Camouflage sweatshirt. Yes, cam- um, like we was going hunting, camo water boots. Like, he had the craziest, most cliche things that was just comical to us to where... Uh, normally, I guess being uneducated on this stuff like you don't realize how how much it's progressed and like people are paying attention my buddy at gator waiters hooked all of us up with a full set of waiters that are custom made for mud riding so they had the waist belt to keep water yes. from getting out of there like these things you, they've got a cell phone pocket that keeps your phone dry even if you go underwater yes. so it's it creates a better experience it was 40 degrees out there like it was kind of chilly while we were riding and it was still a good experience because you were dry underneath your waders absolutely which the waders is basically for fishing you yes. for I, I didn't even know what they were up until this trip but you know you wear them it's completely waterproof so i was in my jeans my regular socks t-shirt you know wearing a sweatshirt and yeah just like dustin was saying you get done at the end of the day you pull them off you're not wet, you're not cold, and you're literally going walk in the house and eat lunch without having to hose off or for do anything. Sure. For sure, and it makes it a different experience whenever it's like that. Then it's like the uh, like the Can-Am man offering a factory mud-ready rig that you can jump in and play. These guys are paying attention to the stuff that we're doing there. Our market is a lot more niche than what you guys are doing out there. Not so many people do this mud riding, but the guys that do it are really hardcore into it. To the extent that people are paying attention, there's there's full blown waiter companies like Gator Waiters set up for <laughs> this dude like evolves every year and like improves his waiters to where you can walk better in them, you can pull a winch line better, and like he does the craziest stuff. With somebody to put yourself on to stay dry, the factories are are including factory snorkels and big tires and lockers and like crazy stuff, dude. Oh, I do. I mean, for myself, like looking at the opportunity, how much fun it actually was 
to get the opportunity to come out here and go to one of these events, I mean, it's no different than going to a Jeep event or to a race out, you know, out West where if, if you're not into racing, but you're more into participating, this is one of those places that I would say, I, you know, and, and maybe it's not this event because of the schedule, but going out to some of these parks and getting, you know, having the amenities and having everything taken care of where you can come out, you drive across the country and bring your UTV of whatever it is. It could be a Can-Am Maverick RC, you know, for the rock crawl yep. edition. And I'm not getting, you probably make it through 60% of the, the trails for that sure. they have there. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be some nasty mud holes, but I mean, really, if you put the snorkel on there, which let's be real is not the most expensive thing on no. that unit. Uh, it's very easy to adapt any car to come out here, man. Th- this is for sure a place that needs to be on people's bucket list. I mean, the the amount of fun that you can have going five miles an hour. I mean, it's no different than jeeping. We're going five miles an hour. Your heart's racing. You feel like you're going to be s- swimming in the water. I mean, you got the. Dr- I mean, just everything is moving. I mean, just to me, it's like racing. I mean, I I love my adrenaline. If if the adrenaline's pumping, things are moving. And like, here we are in the woods. There's guys walking next to me, and there's you know I'm walk. I got Quentin right next to me, <laughs> hundred miles an hour on the chip, but he. He ain't going a mile in an hour. No, you're I not mean, moving. But it's got this finesse trick that if you move the mud around enough that you get to the bottom of it and there you are, you're moving forward, you back up, you move forward and you're breaking ground. It's it's incredible. But I mean, all that little, those techniques, I mean, man, it, you get done and you're like, dude, I, I want to come back. And I, there's a lot more to it than you realize. Oh, absolutely. And, and when you're in, in, when we're down here in Louisiana, like, like I think Kyle saw it while he was filming, like we were in a hole playing around waist deep, like water coming in the cab of the vehicles <laughs> and there's a snake swimming through the middle oh, yeah. of the hole, like legitimately a poisonous snake just swimming right around our vehicles. That's the same thing we run into the woods. There's alligators back in those creeks back by where we were riding. Like that stuff is real. Yeah. And it's just, What's weird is it's it's probably abnormal for people to think, man, you guys are riding with alligators and like poisonous snakes, like in the hole with them. But for us, that's what we did since we were <laughs> little is like throw a rock at the snake, get him out of the hole and then try the hole. You know what I mean? Uh, I did have a catfish, a baby catfish. Yeah. Up in, my, in my car pulled out of the water, the water goes away and I got a catfish sitting inside. And that's no floorboard. exaggeration. Yeah. A, a freaking catfish in the floorboard of your uh, car when you pull it out and you just literally pick it back up and toss it back <laughs> into the hole and like keep going. Uh, this is a crazy, like it just, it's a normal day. but de- Definitely on the buck list. So for Dustin, what, I mean, where's 2019, 2020? What's your, uh, where, where are you going? What's next? Man, I think, first of all, I think we're going to have to make this an annual trip. And so it's going to have to be something <laughs> we'll do again. Now that you guys are better prepared, I, f- I feel like we should have like a car build offers, like something where you guys throw together your Ugh. spin, your Cali, your Cali style on a build and bring it out here and let's show that thing off and then put it to use out there. I think that would be really cool to do. And so the, the mud rides is what we enjoy. That's our hometown thing. That's what we do. So for sure we'll be hitting those, but man, the racing never stops. I'm right beside you racing at the highest level of UTVs now. And so you, you know how it is, man. It's, yes. it's, you have to chase those, those podiums. All best in the desert this year? It is. My contracts are for all best in the desert this year, but short of that, I've still got a short course car where I, I like the one that I won the world championships in. I've got a short course car that we do just play racing in. But it's uh it's all it's all best in the desert for us this year and, and chasing that. We're in our Can Am X three um that we built here at the shop, Monster Energy sponsored car and like we're out there hitting the races. But at the end of the day, man, it's it's for the shop. It's for S three power sports. It's how it's like I said a couple times, it's win on Sunday and sell on Monday, man. This is how we make a living and and we're fortunate enough to live a life like you like like you live that uh that it's a dream come true for me to be able to race, to be able to go to these rides. And at the end of the day, like I'm, these, these are the parts that I'm selling the stuff that I'm running. And it's, 
it's what put food on my table, but it just so happens like I love and am passionate about what we do. And you see it in our group, man. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our guys love it. And like, it's just what we do, man. It's, I always tell people it, it's not just what we do, but it's who we are. Like truly it's who we are as riders, man, and racers. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, yeah. And my Dakar car actually runs your guys' arms, which is Yeah, radical. that's it's right. Like, Halfway across all, the world. All the way around, dude, they're all over the world. So yeah. I'll be, Everywhere we go, dude, we uh, we represent, so yeah. pretty cool. So where can everyone find you if they want to come find you on the old social media? Yeah, yeah. So for me personally, man, I've got I've got my social media that we we always throw the crazy stuff that that Casey and Cody and Kyle and everybody saw this weekend. The the running wild that's going to be like on my uh, at Dustin Battleaxe Jones on Instagram. Same thing on S three Power Sports. A lot of people want to know where the Battleaxe came from. I think you and I, or maybe me and Cody, talked about it that I was a cage fighter for three or four years, which is where the battle axe came from. It just kind of stuck and I've just never changed it. So everything on Facebook and, and Instagram is at Dustin battle axe Jones. But beyond that, man, the, the shop that we run where we can build these cars, where you can find that information on these rides, where we can set you up to go do whatever riding racing that you want is the at S three powersports.com. And that's our business that we, that we try to keep rolling, man. So anyone has questions, they can go on there, message them. Hundred percent, man. Dial we, them in. we answer all the messages. You met Dustin and yep. Logan, like those are the guys that that answer the phone and like help the help people out. So they know where the rides are. They know the schedule of the rides. They know what parts you need to be able to do what you and I did this weekend. And so it's just right at your fingertips, man. You call us; we're a great source of information. If you're not buying anything, doesn't matter. We're here to help because we ride and like we have a good time doing yeah, it. Yeah. So. Um, anything that you need is at S3 Power Sports. Right on. Well, Dustin, thank you very much for being on my podcast, yeah. and I appreciate it. And next year we'll definitely do a build-off. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, right on that. Uh, where to next with Casey Curry. Thank you very much.